the strongest stars have hearts of Kaiba. I'm going with the force of forces with me. Hey everybody, welcome to the KyberCast, episode 6. Um, this is going to be a different kind of episode. We're going to get into something that I don't have a ton of knowledge in, but it's more of a uh, childhood fun thing uh, in growing up, and that's Godzilla. Godzilla's opening up this week, uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters, and um, for me, uh, it, was a, it was a fun time to watch. Um, I'm joined again with the, my co-host, Michael Diaz. Hello, Michael. Hello. How are you doing, Joe? I'm doing great. Um, so trying to think of a topic and, you know, I saw the preview this morning and I thought, well, maybe that could be a topic. And turns out, you know, more, way more than I'll ever know on the Kaiju, as you say. But I thought this would be a fun topic because as a kid growing up, I used to love watching Monster Week on the uh, four o'clock movie, which was in Detroit area. They used to play these uh, themed weeks of movies and monster week was my favorite. And, um, I guess my favorite all time monster giant monster movie, I guess, is that the Kaiju? Is that what you would say? Yeah. Um, yeah. Giant monster Kaiju, whatever man in suit. It's all the same man in suit. Okay. Um, was, uh, Mon- uh, Godzilla on monster Island. And in there, there's like baby Godzilla and stuff, which is so goofy now if you watch it. But when I was a kid, I loved it. Um, you know, and I watch Ultraman and that kind of stuff. But uh, so the movie starts this Friday. And you know, Michael, are you? Are, do you want to see this? Is this something you want to actually see? Yeah, ex- I do actually. I don't know. I don't know that I need to see it opening night, but I will. I'll, I'll say yes. I'll go with yes, and we'll get into why as we progress throughout this podcast. But yes, it looks really good, and I'm down. So I had two favorite of these monsters as a kid. And one of them is Godzilla. Um, and the other was uh, Gamera, which was a turtle. I believe if I got the, if I got the, right Oh name. yeah. I remember Gamera for some reason. He'd his, his feet would retract and then like, yes. jet engines and he'd rocket through yeah. air. I'm like, how does that work? But it, whatever. Yeah. And I remember it was, a, I believe, and again, I have done no research prior to this podcast to double check anything I'm going to say. So, Anybody can just rip on me this entire podcast, and that's fine. This is about fun. Um, but I remember, like, it was a kid who drew like Gamera, like on a giant sewer pipe or something, and and it came to life. If, if I remember rightly, in a, but Gamera was a a, a good uh, monster, I think. Correct. I think that is how I remember it as well. I I would not call myself a Gamera expert, but I've I know I've seen it, and he was always a hero. Okay. Sorts. Yeah. Which okay, is what the, which is looks like what that's what they're going to do with Godzilla King of Monsters now. It looks like and they did that in the first film. So well, let's let's before we get into these current series, let's jump back a sec. Let's go back. Tell me about your history of Godzilla. What do you remember about Godzilla as a kid? Um I remember the um you know, he was formed by our, you know, based off the nuclear attacks that we did on Japan. I think it was one of those things that you know, we hit Japan with nuclear power and it kind of spawned and I could be wrong, um, but I believe that's where it was birthed out of this uh, nuclear type thing. And he just became 
I don't know if he was an actual threat to Japan or if he was uh, like the pre, like the earlier movie, like actually was saving Japan. I, I can't quite remember. I haven't watched it maybe the, in twenty years, movie, so I'd have to really. The first back. movie, yes, he he was definitely a threat to Japan, and he dies at the end of the first movie. Uh, I can't okay. remember the name of the doctor, but whoever you know helped cause his creation with the nuclear testing and all that. Uh, basically, had this box and zapped him, and he turned to bones, and that was the end. Okay, Godzilla was dead. And that was of course. End. Like any good movie, any good franchise, if it's super popular, there's going to be a sequel. So we've had now, what, 50, 60 years of Godzilla movies. That's that's all. That's what I remember of Godzilla now or from the first movie. I don't know if I've actually seen that first one fully through. I, I don't know if I have either. See, I've read about it enough. I know what happens in it. But I, I don't know if I've seen that first okay. one because it's black and white and it's very old. But I remember watching... The color man in suit, where basically it's a guy stomping around, smashing, you know, miniature tanks and stuff blowing up and walking through power lines and all that. I remember as a kid spending the night at my great grandma's house. And okay. even though I was a kid, I was maybe 10, 11 tops. My brother was eight, somewhere around there. And we were watching it as we were spending the night at my great grandma's house. And the only thing I remember was that even as a child, I thought, this is a little bit chintzy. This is cheesy, right? I mean, I clearly know that's a guy in a suit walking around stopping that stuff. But I enjoyed it. But the funny thing I remember is that my great aunt um, couldn't watch it because it scared her. Really? <laughs> yes. Which I thought was comical being so young and even, like I said, I realized at a young age, that's just a guy in a suit. And it's not scary. I mean, maybe when right. it first came out. You know, people would have been, oh, my God, that is so scary. That is a giant monster. But, you know, this would have been in the mid-80s, somewhere around there when I was watching it. And I was just, I enjoyed it. And I thought it was cool. And I was into Godzilla. I mean, what what kid doesn't like some giant, you know, lizard breathing fire and smacking, you know, destroying stuff. It's it's entertaining. So I enjoyed it. But I just thought it was humorous to me that my aunt was actually, my great aunt was actually afraid of it. (laughs) That's funny. No, for me it was pure fun. It was just like you know, but I, I, I can't. I honestly can't remember what I happened to see first. If it was like Ultraman and Johnny Sacco, and then Godzilla. Like I don't remember the order. It's been a very long time. Uh, see, but I, I, I have, liked Ultraman quite a bit. I have old, old, old memories of Ultraman. So I think that was my first exposure to, you know, that I don't know if mm-hmm. if giant robots fit into the same umbrella as kaiju. But that was my first man in suit giantness that I remember was Ultraman. The thing I think what was interesting is it was, it was probably like, I'm going to say maybe the first movies that were not cartoons that I watched. Uh, if I, if I actually think about this, like, cause it was pretty young. I mean, I, I, I mean, I must've been six or seven or something when these were on. And I think it may have been the first full length movies that were on TV that I watched that were not like, you know, some cartoon or, you know, Something like that. And I think I don't. I don't know why. I mean, as a kid, of course, it's a big giant monster. It captures your attention. It was uh, exactly. fun, and you, you're rooting for. I, I. I mean, I rooted for Godzilla because he was cool, and because uh, it was that sound, right? Like that iconic sound. That. Oh yeah. I don't think they they don't bring back enough in, into the newer movies, and it pisses me off that they they don't do it enough. Um, but that was his sound. It's kind of like Tarzan had a sound, and Godzilla had this sound, and nobody else had it. Um, and there's a difference between him and like King Kong, right? Like it was this pure sound that was just his brand. And 
that just as a kid was like the coolest thing. And see, that was the thing too. One of my earliest memories of watching movies. I mean, I, I have to admit, I was a little bit more fortunate than other kids. I remember having HBO since as far as I can remember. So wow. I watched a lot of movies as a kid. Yeah. And we, we were lucky. My dad, he, he was into cable back in the early 80s. And he's like, this is the coolest thing. And I, I mean, so far back that I remember when HBO would come on. Like now we take it for granted that HBO and right. all those, they, you know, they, they show movies 24 seven, but back then HBO wouldn't come on until eight o'clock at night. And then they'd show right. their movie for the night and then maybe another movie and then maybe a third. And that was it. They were done for the night. That was it. Right. Was HBO. Well, you waited, you waited for the, the nude movies, didn't you? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Not at that age in the, in the early eighties, no. I was too young to appreciate that, but, oh, gotcha. um, one of my one of the early memories or early movies I remember watching was the old Godzilla versus King Kong, and it blew my mind because mm-hmm. you know, in the late seventies they came out with King Kong, and I remember seeing that on HBO as a kid, and it freaked me out. This giant gorilla, and then I was watching this King Kong versus Godzilla. I'm like, that does not look like the same King Kong. What is going on here? Because I did, I was too young to realize that you know King Kong had come out decades ago. And that the one in the right. 70s was a remake. So the U.S. has their own, you know, kaiju history, if you will, with King Kong. And the Japanese capitalize on that doing by doing Godzilla versus King Kong. Have you seen that old original movie? I did. I did see it. I, I don't remember, but I remember seeing it. I mean, I don't know. I couldn't tell you stop top, you know, um, top. To I don't bottom, remember everything but, about yeah. it, but I do remember that at the end they are wrestling and fighting and they both fall off this massive cliff into the ocean and who pops to the surface and swims away? But King Kong. Okay. Yeah. Unless you saw in Japan, then it was Godzilla. Godzilla. So, right. <laughs> so it was, a, it was a different winner. So it's cool because that that's going to take us into now. Now we're going to, I'm assuming we're going to skip the nineties Godzilla that Matthew Broderick was in. We're not going to talk about that. Oh yeah. That was not, no, we can, if you want to talk about them, for the franchise or so to speak. But there was also a couple in between that one and this one and and the one that was with um Brian Cranston. There was a couple in between that I believe that they tried to bring back. Uh maybe well, it was Japan made. Yeah, 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 yeah. They've been making them in Japan nonstop. Okay. But yes, as far as the big cinema US versions, well yeah, we had uh we had the one with Broderick, which we don't need to say any more about. We all agree it's awful. It was not good. But then boom. They're rebooting the franchise with uh, Godzilla, which it was all right. I, I liked. I remember that. seeing. It I theater. liked it. I mean, directed by Gareth Edwards. I mean, he's you know my. Uh, I know he did. Um, you know my Star Wars Rogue One, which is I. Every time I watch Rogue One now, it just gets better and better. And I know there's been a lot of controversy and cleanup from different director and all that. At the end of the day, his name is still on there as a credit, and I'm going to give him that. And and I, I actually I liked Godzilla. Um, I liked that. Um, I didn't know going in that they actually were making Godzilla the hero. Nobody knew that going in. I don't care what anybody says. Right, and it was exactly it. That's the thing. so yeah. that's the thing they've already established that obviously in this new one, Godzilla King of Monsters, and watching the trailers, we see. Godzilla is kind of like the, uh, what do they call him? What Titans, I think. And he's yes. basically the, he's there to make sure that evil Titans leave the earth alone. So he's the protector of earth. So I do appreciate that they've made him a, a good guy and it worked. And they did that in the first film too. He took on those two giant monsters, whatever they were. Yes. Um, that's, that's what I mean. That was the whole, 
the point was I, I like that's what I liked about it. He was the somehow the Earth's protector that's been there since whenever, right? And they didn't know, and all this stuff was happening, and and um, I thought it was a good uh, a, a good good way to do it, different than they were do that 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 different than I expected. I enjoyed it. Um, I'm not going to say I loved it. I mean, I, I saw it the once in the theater, and I really haven't had any urge to watch it since. I was like, all right, that happened. But I, I didn't buy this. it on video, right? I, I didn't go and buy uh, the DVD. So what, but a couple years later, yeah. So, anyways, I was going to say they didn't go run out and buy the DVD of the Godzilla movie. But if it's on and I flip through it, I'll keep it on. Um, I did see um, Skull Island, which I didn't mind. It wasn't see, awful. I went. I'm not going to say again. I'm not going to say I loved it, but. Skull Island is a popcorn action flick. Yep. It's not overly deep. You're not going to watch it and think it's not, it's not a rogue one. Okay. Rogue, rogue one. Yes. Action. And it's deep and it's star Wars. And you know, you get emotionally engaged with the characters. Let's face it. Kong Skull Island. The people in that are fodder. Okay. Right. We're not watching. We're not watching it for fantastic <laughs> acting. I mean, which is funny because they've got some fantastic actors in it. You got Samuel L. Jackson, you got Brie Larson, mm-hmm. uh, you've got um, uh, Loki. Oh, what's his name? Oh, Tom Hiddleston. Uh, Tom Hiddleston. Yep. You got some great actors in that movie, but let's face it, it's all John C. Riley. John C. Riley oh, was John great. John C. Riley's great in that. He was. Yeah. <laughs> he was really good. He was fantastic. He played a great crazy man. I loved it. Yeah. Right. So. 100% fun action movie. Fun popcorn movie. Uh, I've seen it more than once. I Now, I'll, I'll never sit down and go, you know what? I need to watch me some Kong, Kong Skull Island. I don't want to say that, but I, like again, like you with Godzilla, if it's on, I'll sit down and watch. Why not? And it's like I said, it, it's just fun. I like that they, they tied it into the 70s and Vietnam and all that. And I was like, okay, well, this is interesting. But there's a lot of action. And like I said, it, I... I said this several times already, but it's it's just a fun popcorn movie that doesn't take itself all too seriously. And you really don't even kind of see how it necessarily ties into the monster verse that, you know, they're creating with Godzilla. But I'm hoping we're going to see something along those lines now in Godzilla King of Monsters, because there's got to be something going on. Because we already know Godzilla is coming out, Godzilla King of Monsters coming out. But the next film... It's Godzilla, Godzilla versus, versus Kong. Yes. yes. That will be an interesting third version or whatever that will be. And then who knows, maybe they'll do back Mecha and all that stuff. Ooh, Mecha Godzilla. So yeah. that kind of ties back into your question at the beginning of the episode. Am I excited? Yes. I'm, I'm interested in this one because obviously I haven't seen the film yet, but the early buzz is that this version of Godzilla, this film makes the first Godzilla film better. Oh, so okay. It builds on it enough that it raises up the previous film. And it's it's hard to do that. But when you have a film, a second film in a series, or in this case, a third in a shared universe, it's hard to take, you know, to, to improve on, improve upon what came before and actually lift that movie back up. So the, I'm, I'm very intrigued and I, I do want to see it. I don't necessarily want to see it in opening night, but you know, if it's nice, it's, if it's a rainy Memorial weekend, I might go see it one of these mornings. Why not? Yeah, I, I I think, you know, what a great one to see in IMAX, though. I mean, giant monsters, come on. That would be a good, like, you know, Mothra oh. and Ghidorah or whatever and Rodan. So I think that 
I mean, that would be sweet, like on a giant IMAX thing. And, you know, with Millie Bobby Brown, I wonder what how she's going to fit into this. And is she going to move into the Kong version? I mean, I wonder, because they're not bringing any characters back, right? Except for the um, Ken Watanabe, maybe? No. Correct. Right? Yeah, he's Okay, he's in it. Yep. So he was in the in the 2014 movie, right? Or no? That he was. Yep, he was. He okay. was in that as well. He was the doctor. He was the doctor guy. Yep. So I assume he's playing the same character. Um, I'm not checking IMDb. I probably should, but um, he's the he only is. person I think that is from the that movie. So that'd be interesting. We'll see what they what they do with that. It'll be very interesting. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, just like you said, I think he's the only tie. It's going to be, like I said, I'm, I'm very curious because, you know, now everyone wants to build a universe. I mean, Marvel kind of showed us the way, and now everyone wants to build a universe. I mean, universe. Well, wait, wait, wait. Was it Marvel that showed us the way, or are they more, I'm going to say Star Wars showed the way, but Marvel perfected a way. All right, let me let me say this. Well, see, here's my argument. Star Wars, yes, it created a whole new universe. It's a series, right? Mm-hmm. Marvel created a shared universe better than anyone has ever done before. Because right. you got to remember, each of those movies were standalone. I mean, yep. you don't need to watch Kong Skull Island to know that it's in any way, shape, or form associated to Godzilla or Godzilla King of Monsters. In fact, there's very little to show that they're connected. If you right. look, you can see it, just like in the first few Marvel movies. Now, yes, it's obvious they are all connected when you watch the Marvel movies. And I think we'll get to that point with these Godzilla movies. It'll become glaringly obvious that they're all the same universe. But so, okay, I'm dumb. I'm dumb. It, Kong from Skull Island, that is part of this universe? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought, I thought they were going to work that in. Okay. Because it was no, no, a no. reference to Godzilla or something in that movie? Yes. Oh, okay. I don't remember that. It's right at the end. Uh, there might be of something. John, uh, oh, who's on? Um, what's his name? John Goodman. His character, the agency he works for. Uh, there's some references that you can catch that reference uh, that make references that lead into lead that will eventually lead into Godzilla because Kong takes place in the 70s. Obviously, Godzilla takes place. 30 years later, you know, it came out a few years ago. So there are some winks and nods to say, yes, this is a shared universe. This is going to happen. Okay. Yeah. That's watch cool. it again. I watch, know that. Maybe watch Godzilla, then watch Kong Skull Island and you'll see the connection. Now it's, it's not a huge connection just because like I said, they are 30 years apart, but they are laying, laying groundwork. And then I'm assuming we're going to see much more of that in Godzilla King of Monsters because it's going to lead directly into Godzilla versus Kong. So I'm, I'm, I'm assume there's going to be at least a reference or two, or at least a stinger or something at the end of the film or a post credit scene, something that is overt that you can't miss. But yes, this is a shared universe. Okay. Uh, now it makes it, makes it much better. I mean, it makes it at least more thought out and, and smart, but I wonder if they'll be able to, now I guess we'll find out if we see this movie, if, if, if these other monsters fall or will they get their own, will they start getting their own, um, you know, movies is Mothra going to get a movie is, you know, Rodan and who knows. See, that's, that's the thing they're trying. Everyone wants a shared universe now. 
I mean, DC tried way too hard and whatever, but even, um, <laughs> well, even you universal you, for those that want to, for those that want to pick up episode five, <laughs> you can talk here all about the DC. Uh, <laughs> well, even, even universal tried it. They, when they rebooted the mummy. Yeah. They that was supposed it. to be their, their dark universe or whatever they were going to call it. There, there was going to be like the classic monsters movie. I wanted them to go forward, even though that movie bit. I wanted them to still, but they they pulled the plug. Yeah. Or they're rebooting the plug. They didn't lose anything. They could have rebooted it. Right. But yes, it was supposed to lead to, you know, Wolfman, Creature from the Black Lagoon, Frankenstein, all those things, uh, you know, Dracula, all of those things. I mean, uh, who does Russell, Russell Crowe, he plays a character. Dr. Jekyll. He was going to be the, he was going to be the threat. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, so they they tied back. They were laying groundwork, and that's the problem. So many people want so many people. Sorry, so many companies now want these shared universes that they start thinking ahead. How are we going to make these other movies, and how are we going to tie into them? And instead of focusing on just making one really good movie, and people don't remember that Marvel, when Iron Man came out, they didn't have this master plan. They had a little bit of an idea. They thought it'd be fun at the end to put that knot in with. Uh, Nick Fury and say, "Hey, we're, we're we want you because we're talking about the Avengers, maybe." And then you know they built on that with the Hulk, right? But even there, the the continuity isn't exactly on because you know in the first one you've got you know Fury trying to get Tony Stark to join the Avengers Initiative, and then in the next one you've got you know Tony Stark, Stark talking to General um, Thunderbolt Ross. Yep. So the continuity doesn't hold up. Overall, but still, there were some stumbling blocks. But eventually, obviously, Marvel got there and established their shared universe. And but great. the movie was, like you said, the movie is the movie was good in and of itself. I mean, that's that's what yes. did it. Yes, whereas, and it could happen. And it could happen here with, with. I mean, the first Godzilla was good. It wasn't perfect, um, but it was good, good enough to keep moving right. forward. Right. I would say, you know, I, I enjoyed it. As we we've already said, I thought Kong was more fun. Uh, maybe not. Like it's, it's not a great work of cinema, but like I said, it's just a fun movie and I enjoyed it. Um, if this movie does what people are saying and lifts Godzilla back up, they might have a good shot of, you know, creating their own shared universe. And then, yes, like you said, maybe we'll get a Mothra movie. Maybe we'll get Rodan. Who knows? I'm curious to see, look, look th- there's some merchandising behind here that they want to get to because there's money. Oh, yeah. There, yeah. Right. And I'm curious, like, is this going to be, can you take your, like, there's no way you would ever like, at least I wouldn't stop my kids from watching those old Godzilla movies, right? There's nothing scary now with all the stuff that's out there. No. But these look really, these are really tight because with our technology and things look a little more realistic. Can, wh- what kids can you take? Like for me, I don't know until I'd, have, I'd probably see one first uh, before I took any, you know, anybody, I don't know, under 10, maybe, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to tell anybody to go see that. You know, it's up to you what you want your kids to see. Um, but eventually, you know, they want to sell some Godzilla toys, right? Like a giant Rodan and you oh, know, yeah. whatever. They want to sell that stuff. So you got to get what? kids to this. You got to get kids to feel like I felt um, as a kid. Like, this is just so cool. And it is, you know, how crazy, uh, we don't know how, uh, you know, visually they're going to get and how, you know, are they going to chew people up? Like how far are they going to go? Like Jurassic park went to a certain point, you know, where it swallowed men that do, you know what I mean? There's a point. 
Oh yeah, there's there's violence in Jurassic Park, but notice there's a severe lack of blood, and that's on purpose. Right, and I'm wondering if that's what they'll do here. I think so. I think we'll see a lot of death and destruction, but it'll be all sanitized. Like, oh, that building got destroyed. We won't talk about the fact that it was filled with hundreds of people. Oh, sure. It's all like the Avengers, too. I mean, right, right, right. right. So, yeah, and merchandising, yeah. Merchandising is definitely tied into this. You know they want to make money off that. I mean. Oh, yeah. Back back in the day, remember uh, David Lynch's Dune? Remember that movie? Yeah, it was terrible. Horrible. But there were toys for it. Yeah, yeah, they tried to do the Star Wars thing. Yeah, it did it, not work. It did not work out. It did not work out. So, yeah, more merchandising is definitely tied into this. So, um, I do want to shift gears a little bit, and I know we're talking about sure. Kaiju. We can keep talking about that, but I, I want to throw something your way, if we can shift gears to another topic, if yeah, that's allowed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, you're good with ending the Kaiju talk? Yeah, I mean, well, I don't know if, I mean, let's just, you know, let's maybe put button it up a little bit. With the addition of Pacific Rim, that oh, helped. Oh, yeah. Right? So oh, that, yeah. Was a, that was a big – I don't know if the sequel wasn't so good, but um, that movie was really good. And I think that really gave it a really good kickstart into maybe more love for this type of movie. I, I thought was a, the, the first one was really good. Oh, yeah. I, I enjoyed Pacific Rim. Unfortunately, I did not see the second one just because the reviews are so abysmal. I just didn't bother. I might check it out at some point, but I mean, giant robots fighting giant, you know, kaiju sounds like fun. I don't know how you messed that up, but apparently they did on the second one. (laughs) Here's what I'll throw you away. I don't want, I don't want to take a lot of time on it because uh, we don't want to break through our 30 minutes, but I I, I know we talked about this offline. I want to throw it your way. So Disney now owns our asses for the next 10 years. Right. So what do you think about that? I mean, obviously the last Jedi is coming out. I think people are hyped about that. I think some people are hoping that it's going to be a retcon of the last Jedi. And there are people that are hoping that it continues what happened in the last Jedi and doesn't retcon it. So there's going to be, it's going to be divisive no matter what. Right. Which we talked about, I won't go too far, but we talked about what retcon, I don't know if it's going to be a retcon or, or if that's just the story. I mean, Darth Vader as Luke's father was retconned. Sorry, it was. It wasn't his original. He's wrote fifty scripts, and it, he ended up doing that while he was doing Empire. So, right. But I'm just saying, like, it was very intentional that Ryan Johnson had Kylo Ren destroy his helmet, and then he obviously recreates it. You know, mel- um, uh, what does he do? He uh, welds it back together in the trailer that we saw. So. Is he undoing what Ryan Johnson did? I don't know. The, the point is, so we'll find we got out. that coming. Yeah, exactly. We'll find out. We got that coming out. And then 2020, nothing. Nope. Well, and 2021. Not nothing. They're going to have they're gonna have two series going on, a possible third series going on Disney+. Plus. Well, yes. Okay. But I'm what I'm saying, I'm sorry. As far as the cinematic Correct. releases go, 2020, we're taking a breather. Yep. Three years. And then 2021. Avatar 2, yeah, which I know not, you're not excited for. That's not even going to come out. It's it, They were supposed to come out next year, but they decided to push it back. Right. <laughs> Have they shot anything? Who stars in it? Uh, apparently, it's already been, a lot of it's already been filmed. With who? Uh, the original cast, and he's added people. Okay, I didn't hear any of that. Yeah, it started filming, I want to say, last year. Oh, okay. I, I didn't even know they started principal filming on it. So That's the thing. He's secret. 
yeah, bullshit. Cameron doesn't know what he's doing with this. So that's what I'm getting to. I am actually excited to see what he does with Avatar 2. Now, that said, am I excited enough to watch four sequels? I don't know. I don't know. And it's a huge risk on Disney's end because they're, I mean, they're doing two, three, four, and five. Well, they've got money to make a risk. That doesn't scare me, but I, I don't think Avatar is going to, I've never, I haven't met one person in all my people that I talked to with nerdy stuff who's ever clamored for a flipping Avatar sequel. All right. No, no one. I don't, I don't think I'm, I would not say that I necessarily clamored for one, but I will say this and you're going to mock me. <laughs> I already feel it coming. We'll see. When I left when I left the theater from Avatar, I was like, "This must be what it had felt like to see Star Wars for the first time." That was my mindset. I, I I'm not going to rip you on it. I I don't know if you could feel the same thing because I if you were eight and saw Avatar, maybe, but you you went into it with an adult formed mind and depend and opinion. You know, yes, when I saw Star Wars when I saw Star Wars at seven years old, it's like nothing you've ever seen. And and I grew up with it. Avatar, I didn't see I mean the three D, the way it was shot in three D was amazing, astounding. The story yeah, I saw I, I've seen that story with Dances with Wolves. Like you showed me nothing new. There was zero new. I, I get that the story was so, derivative. And, so that's and what I, I mean. Like it didn't do anything. And I know Star Wars has, is derivative, but it, but the characters were changed so differently that it, it took me away from whatever you know good. But it was you know the 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 things. But the movie Avatar was beautifully shot, beautifully colored, no doubt about it. Um, I cared about no one, not one person. I get that. I mean, I, I will say. I think more of it had to do with that. It was such a techno- technological achievement. Absolutely. I mean, just like we said, it, it was filmed in IMAX and in 3D. It was meant to be seen that way, and mm-hmm. he used it perfectly. It was completely immersive. I believed all everything was real. It was a completely immersive world, and yes, the story was derivative, but I was awed by it. So am I clamoring for a sequel? Maybe not, but I'm very interested. And were, you sure- odd, but you, were you odd with the spectacle or were you odd with the story? Because to me, the story is more important always. Uh, well, I'll say that. No, it wasn't the story. I mean. So my question then is, as we talk about this, I know where it went a little longer, but my question to you is, why do you need to see that awe? That you're not going to get that awe again. You've that, that movie changed the way some things are shot. There's been a ton of big movies since then. The, 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 he has to get the story right because the visuals, you're not going to, it's not going to yes. do anything. To keep people interested, the story is going to have to really jump up a lot in two, three, four, and five. It has to. Otherwise, you're right. I, there's no way I can be odd quite as much as I was that first movie. It's it's the Matrix effect. You know, the first time you see bullet time in the Matrix, you're like, my God, this movie's amazing. Yeah, but the Matrix was a good story. <laughs> It was, but my point is, the second and third movies, while enjoyable, were nowhere near as good as the first one. And yes, part of it was bullet time, but part of it was the story was better than the first. Exactly. So yeah, I, I totally Matrix agree. is perfect in that it's a techno- technological achievement and a good story. So let me I throw this say, back. Let me throw this back one more as we talk about this. Did you like Phantom Menace? Yes, because that was a larger technical feet oh yeah 
Oh yeah. It was, you know, he took a chance. He did, he mortgaged everything to do everything digitally. Nobody did that before. Right. So yes. as a technological feat, nothing of that magnitude has ever been done. Was the story perfect? Eh, I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I guess my point is, I think Disney's going to own us. I mean, it's like I said, Avatar 2 2021, and then we know the next Star Wars movie. Now, my other question was, and I know we're going long, but now that Game of Thrones is over, mm-hmm. and I know you watch it, I do I do not. Mm-hmm. Um, they've already said, Lucasfilm has said that the next Star Wars movie, they're not saying whether or not it's a trilogy, but they're saying at least this much, mm-hmm. the next Star Wars movie is the one that is being developed by the showrunners from Game of Thrones. Now, after this eighth season, mm-hmm. where people either loved it or hated it, there seemed to be a lot of hate. That, does that give you pause? Does that give you concern? No, not at all. I think that um, if they're given the, the ramifications and the time to do what they need to do, though, it'll be great. I'm not scared. I don't necessarily agree with everybody online that has been negative on the Game of Thrones and how it's ended. I think people... I don't know what people expect of endings. Everybody's got their own way. And if it doesn't go the way they had it in their head, they think it sucks. I think that they became a victim of slight circumstance in Game of Thrones in that the actors just were done, right? So they didn't want another season. They weren't going to do it. So they cut some things down so they could keep the cast uh, because it's a grueling show and they wanted to do other things. I think those actors are idiots for doing that. But I mean, got a great show. Why, why, why? stop but it's very hard i guess to make that that television show which is basically a movie every week right i mean it's not shot i can i can can see a little bit just i mean at some point you gotta get tired playing the same actor or same character i mean it was eight years of it i mean it took robert downey jr spoiler alert yeah uh, 11 years to finally say you know what i'm ready to be done with tony stark yeah and i think more of that is because of his age rather than him not wanting to do it in himself saying he thinks he might be too old to do it. Who knows? At the same time, so they had to cut some of these things short, which had them accelerate, I think, the story. And I think that's where some people got upset. I, I totally get it. I mean, there's there's a lot of, quote, problems maybe. But I, I think where they ended up the series, I was totally fine with. I had no problem. I think there was okay. some, some good things. And that's things. fine. Like I said, I, I don't so, watch it. But I, was, yeah. I just wanted your take because now they're going to be – at least one film. The, the The rumor is the buzz is that they're doing a new trilogy and that it may might be the Knights of the Old Republic. None of which this is confirmed. Great. Which would be great. I think great. Star Wars. Oh. I think Star Wars needs to get back to Jedi and Sith. Like they just need to get somewhere back there. And depending on where this the Last Jedi or uh, the Rises of Skywalker ends up and where what happens with the lore, you know, they need to bring that back. I think say what you will about the prequels. It was still cool to see a bunch of Jedi. That was just cool. I agree. Um, I agree. And, you know, you don't – I just miss that Jedi part of it. Or, or And I think what was interesting about Rogue One is there was more myth in that about the Jedi than even the new movies. So and it just kind of – I need that back for me personally. So I would hope they do a Knights of the Old Republic where there were many Sith. And maybe out of that Knights of the Old Republic, they go into the Darth Bane thing where you get into – um, why there's the rule of two and all that, which is it's not technically canon, but it kind of has to be because they they say the rule of two in you know the prequels. So some of that canon needs to be real, and it has been established that Darth Bane is the one who did it because it's in. If you watch um, Rebels and the Clone Wars, 
Darth Bane is mentioned and that's canon. So, so they, they need to get to that, I think would be really, really cool. Cause I don't think people, most people don't know this. The typical person won't know that story and it's a good one. It's one of the best books I've ever read for Star Wars, by the way. Really, really good. See, I agree. So like I said, if that's where they go with it, I'm all for it, but we don't know anything at this point. I just, I just want to touch base on some fairly, you know, recent news that, yeah, basically from 2021 on, Disney is going to own us with either Star Wars or Avatar, unless I forget, they're probably going to be sprinkling in during the other months of the year Marvel movies. So for sure, they are. They got to uh, build. They got to build the next big thing. Exactly. So we'll talk about that some other time. But I yep. want to throw that out there. We talked about kaiju. I want to just touch base on Star Wars now owning our bank accounts. We're not right. Disney, Disney owning our bank accounts. Yes to both. Yeah, for sure. I may have to like, you know, depending on what happens, I'll drop Netflix. You know, who knows? Because Disney owns all of Hulu now or, or like 80% of it. Control. Yeah. So they have two streaming services, um, but we'll see what happens to Hulu if like the NBCs of the world pull out. But that's a bigger issue. But yes, Disney will own me for quite a while. Same here. So cool with that, um, man, thanks for getting back online today. Uh, I know it's been a little bit later with Memorial weekend coming up. I think I should have some free time to get the rest of these, uh, edited and put up, uh, on the SoundCloud and then get the site done. Um, that's my plan for the weekend. I say it a lot, but I have awesome. more, more pieces in place. So we'll go from there. 